It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Your local tire power. Save on selected Falcon passenger tires by three, get one free at tire power. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's go! 25 minutes to 7, we are live in SENSA Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Uh, If you are listening on the app, there's a few buttons there, Mark Bickley. I know you are certainly up to date with technology, but if you haven't saved our numbers into your phone, the best thing to do is listen via the app. Then there's two buttons. You can press it to text in, press to call us, and Annie has done exactly that. Good morning to you, Annie. Good morning, boys. Just letting you know that um, it's a... Robbie the goat grey kind of day today with nine sleeps to go and I'm getting so excited I can't wait to get to the fortress. Now on a- um the- Annie yes. are you are you nervous, Annie? Because a few of my poor no. friends are a little bit nervous with their preseason form. Oh look I don't read anything into that whatsoever. Mm. Um I I think come come round one we'll be we'll be ready. I have confidence in my boys and my football club, so um bring it on. Annie, where do you normally sit at Adelaide Over when you go and watch Port Adelaide play? Just to get a, a visual of your view and perspective of a match. So you'll be heading there to see the power take on Brisbane in round one. Where would you be sitting? I sit I've been sitting in the same seat seat since we went to Adelaide Oval. So I'm in the um, Eastern Stand, level three, so the first level up, um, sort of on a half-forward flank wing um, towards closest to the scoreboard end. Mm, It's a good spot, Bix. It's a very good spot. So we're looking forward to seeing you there, Annie. Um, Both teams in South Australia, going through all their preparations to to uh, put on the match day experience. So all of those things are almost ticked off now, Bix, and it's just wait and see. Is there any surprises? I know Port Adelaide do it as well as any sporting club in the country. You you are the mastermind behind that. What what can we expect? More of the? Have you got the match? What's the what's the matchmaking thing you do? That's called the perfect pair, the perfect which is pair. which is outstanding. I believe that will be coming back because that's such a highlight for the the fans, and it it gives people something to do at three quarter time. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's two approaches when it comes to a match day. You can have um, a bit of analysis and a deep dive into footy no, statistics, talking to an assistant coach where you're going to get two questions out of them. That's it. Last season, we spoke to Brett Montgomery when he was at the club and you basically had from when Ken and the team walked out, you had to escort Monty to the Western stand where he ran up there. You asked Mm. two questions and that's it. So you've got to ask yourself, are are people wanting to be consumed in that analysis or do they want fun? there's insight that he can really give, can he? You know, like you're three goals behind and you'd probably say, geez, you need a couple of quick ones here. And he says, yeah. That's exactly right. So then there's, (laughs) there's also um, things with your commercial partners where you have um, exciting new innovations and, and different ways to engage the fans. So Mm. um, I think the past, year has been great because it was our first non-COVID affected year. This one will be even better because there'll be no 
restrictions on crowds. You can have access onto the field. So having a bit of fun and making those memories. one at the ice hockey they do called Separated at Birth where they put up a, yes. a movie star or something and then they zoom around the crowd and find someone. I'm, I'm assuming they find someone in the crowd first, you know, with the camera. And they, The cameraman will have a, or the camera person, I should say, will have a, a list of the, the celebrities that you're going to go do the look like. So mm. if you had an Ed Sheeran, Prince Harry, you're looking for a, a redhead. If you're looking for Peter Garrett, you're looking for me and just people Brad, like that. Brad Pitt, maybe. Four. I don't know. For you? No, I didn't he's say that. No, Brent, Brent Harvey. Someone's <laughs> boomer. He looked like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's get under the spotlight. <laughs> Your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. Now, uh, big thanks to Tire Power, the best buys on big brand sale. Now on, um, we put uh, a lot of members of our SENSA family under the spotlight. Yes, I think we do. before we do that, we'll put our computers here from SEN under the spotlight <laughs> because of the, the delay. So what happens is a touch screen here. Mm. And what we've we've realised that if I press the button, about five seconds later it fires off. So the, oh, I need to we'll get better. We'll wait with bated breath. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Well, who's under the spotlight this morning? Well, the uh, the Sandful Jam of footy, uh, Matt Doldig, was on Sports Day SA, and the question was put to Matty: Will Jade Sheedy be replaced as state coach by the reigning uh, premiership coach, Jade Rawlins? Jade Sheedy was the coach the last two years. He hasn't lost. Does he lose the title of state coach now that Twig Rawlings is the premiership coach? <laughs> well, it's currently in discussion notes oh. here at the offices. We're, we're pretty close to announcement. Now, the premiership coach, there's no rule that they automatically get the job. Um, and as you said, Sheeds has done an unbelievable job. He's unbelievable player. And then he comes in and coaches two wins. So he's done nothing wrong. But we'll talk to Jay, both Jades, see how they feel about, about the role. Very cheeky from Dan Menzel there asking that mm. question because um, it's obviously his coach in mm. Jade Sheedy. And the other thing is, um, Malcolm Blyde and David Wildey, they have the, the longest holidays in the SENSA family or what? Well, I would think uh, <laughs> Malcolm would have negotiated uh, to come in just before the footy season. Yes, okay. And and that's a really good result for David Wildey then because he's his, uh, he's Robin to Batman, you would have thought. So they both enjoy that long break. Mm, uh, one of the things I have noticed and loved about being around Sandful over the past few seasons is the coaching stocks and the way mm. that all of the coaches carry themselves on and off the field. I, I, if it came down to Jade Sheedy or Jade Rawlings, as you mentioned before, the Battle of the Jades, mm. um, Either or, they are both they are both fantastic, and especially in the finals, like to see. I've mentioned this to you before when the the Norwood players were running out onto the ground for the finals. No one expected them to win last season. Jade was just saying, enjoy the fact that you're playing on Adelaide Oval mm. in finals, and really don't waste an opportunity. And we saw that in the last second with Matt Panos kicking that goal yeah, to yeah, give him exactly. the premiership. And I think there's a really a collegiate attitude between the coaches. It's a tough job. You're doing so much work. You're, you're, you're the coach. You're in recruiting. You're doing mm. so much work uh, on a shoestring budget for most of these clubs. So I think it wouldn't surprise me if Jade Rawlins had a crack at it. Jade Sheedy, you know, like it is, there is a fair bit of effort that goes into it over and above you're doing your job at the Eagles. Then you got to, you know, for that month or so, you're doing extra work with the state team. So it wouldn't surprise me if he said, I've had two really good years at this, really enjoyed it. Time to pass the baton on and give someone else a crack at it. I think there's a bit of an audition process too. Last year, the the squad of coaches with the state team was included Jacob Surgeon, Adam Hartlett, who's now the coach of Westies. So to see all of those 
uh, former players Mm. and coaches get together. It's a really good time. And the match is held in South Australia this year, um, SAWA. That will be prior to the Port Adelaide-Melbourne game, I believe. Mm. So there's going to be a curtain raiser to the AFL match, which we are really good for the people attending Adelaide Oval. Mm, Absolutely. And um, gives the the players an opportunity to play in front of a big crowd as well, which is what everyone really loves. Adelaide Oval, crowd, atmosphere, putting your skills on display. There'd be a perfect opportunity for Geelong to have round one uh, at GMHBA, but that's under construction at the moment. So they'll be playing Collingwood next week where Joel Selwood, who uh, isn't involved with the AFL anymore, is part of the Melbourne Storm set up. Some talk he might be headed uh, with the Ashes uh, Brigade over to to England to help the Australian cricket team. He's just on a junket for the the next 12 months. (laughs) Well, he's in demand. He absolutely is. That's what he's had and he knows uh, what makes success. So that's why people want to talk to him. His hair has grown back all of a sudden, um, quite aggressively too. And one of the questions being asked when Geelong do face Collingwood next week, whether... um, Joel, as he always is, is going to be booed when he is leading a lot of the Cats supporters from a march from the city, I believe, mm-hmm. doing the long walk to the MCG. And uh, Tim and Gary had a chat about it. I think they'll go to the game wanting to clap and cheer for Joel Selwood. But I think when they see him out there running around instinctively, they'll be booers. And it's not something that Joel should hold against them or Cats fans should hold against them. I know you're saying this with a mischievous grin in your face. No, I'm not at all, Gary. I have complete faith that one of the greatest champions of the modern era will be celebrated in the appropriate way when he walks around the ground with the flag prior to Collingwood and Geelong kicking off Friday night. I also believe that Joel will be expecting to be booed by some segments of the crowd there and he will not be offended in any way by it. He, he will know that he's not going to get a rousing reception from the Collingwood fans. I think they will because it's – here, this has come through. I'm all for the banter during the games and a good old sledge and a boo, but I think once the player retires, you respect you respect and applaud the career they they have served. That's from a Collingwood diehard, Paul, from Northgate. I think that's exactly what's going to happen, Paul. Mm, uh, I tend to agree with Gary. Look, there will be some people who will boo a bit. And, of course, if he's carrying the premiership flag, um, you know, that's – that's going to be hard for the Collingwood fans to stand up and clap that. But you see it every year. The The motorcade before the grand final is one of one of the highlights, I think, of grand final day. Mm. To see the, the, I think you have to play over 200 games to be included in the motorcade. Something There's, there's a prerequisite anyway. But the, all the players are great players. And that reception that they get, which is uh, universal, is, is awesome. So I think there'll be the odd person who will want to yell out and carry on and boo, but... By and large, I think the crowd will get behind Joel and, and acknowledge what has been one of the most remarkable careers in, in AFL history. And that was an amazing uh, closing of the chapter on grand final day against the Swans last year with Joel. And I don't know if you've had much to do with him. I've had a little bit to do with him. He's just just such a gem of a human being. Yep. The way that he carries himself very quickly, I... Um, uh, a little while ago, you know, I'm obsessed with sports tops. Yes. Um, I had a little bit to do with Joel and he knew that I love sports tops mm. and I didn't ask for anything. Um, a few weeks later, um, at my former employer, what had arrived there was a Guernsey that said to the voice of Adelaide, go cats, all the best Joel Selwood. And I wow. sent him a message saying, thank you so much. And his response was this. Sorry, there's a bit of dirt on it. I played in this on Friday night. Hope you don't mind. And I'm like, you didn't have to do that, mate. But he's just sent that and that's at my house. And I'm like, he's uh, honestly, I feel feel sorry when people boo him. And I know there's a bit of um, 
bit of banter involved in that, but he is um he's an incredible person the way that he carries himself. Yeah, amazing and uh, longevity the way he played and like you said his uh, the way he carried himself was amazing. We've asked everyone to give us a call and tell us about their predictions for 2023. Ange from Croydon has done just that. Good morning, Ange. Good morning, boys. Um, I've got my predictions for the year, and I can tell you straight off the bat, I hope I'm wrong. But here goes. So <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, Port Adelaide win their first game against Brisbane. Oh, really? And then they lose. The, yeah, I reckon they lose the next four. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I reckon, um, I reckon the Camry Crows will beat Adelaide twice this year, and I think they'll finish on top of Port Adelaide. Mm. And I reckon by around eleven to sixteen, Ken Hinckley will be gone from the club. Oof. There you go. Well, let's let's give us some other ones. We've been asking who do you think is going to win the Premiership first and foremost. Who's the best side in the comp? Premiership. Mm. Um, I reckon you can't go past Geelong. Okay, Geelong, you go back to back. What about the other end? Yeah, I reckon they could go back to back. Who's going to win the wooden spoon? I reckon North still got that. Okay, North. And uh, give us a Brownlow and a Coleman medalist. Who's the best player in the comp this year? Coleman medal, I reckon maybe Lynch from um, Richmond. Yep. Uh, Brownlow Brownlow medal. That's a tough one. yeah, there's only 888 mm. players and there's one middle. So. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to... I reckon... Um, I reckon, well, if Geelong's going to... Yeah, they're going to have such a good year. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Paddy Dangerfield. Oh, there you go. He's going to... Uh, at 32, that would uh, that'd be a bit of a turn-up. That's right. Hey, Ange, mm. thank you for giving us a call. Again, you go into the running to win that cricket stump esky field with Nippy's Ice Flavour Milks and Fresh Juices. But we're led to believe that you've already got one of those and you sent us an image just to brag that you had one of them. Is that correct? Um... I haven't got that many, but yeah, no, I just yeah, I just want to brag a little bit, yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, and we're we're still yet to get one, but that was um great, Ange getting involved. We do appreciate you getting involved, especially on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Callum has given us a call, and Callum, you normally send us a text, so for you to call us, we appreciate that. You have a guess for our budget truck, and who's in there? Who are you thinking? Yeah, g'day, boys. Just wanted to check in with the uh, the dog pound. The, today's theme. Um, yeah, no, uh, in the back of the truck's got to be Jack Kale. Mark Bickley, is he correct? I think he is. Yeah, yes, he is. He is. Hey, Callum, congratulations. Uh, played a total of 293 senior matches, including 264 at Sandful. 29 for South Australia, coaching over 600 senior games combined, uh, combined in the Sandville VFL and AFL competitions for four different clubs. Port Adelaide's AFL Men Best and Ferris is awarded. Oh, congratulations, mate. And you missed out the nine flags that he won. He's, oh, I think that's pretty obvious, superstar. though. Well done, Callum. Uh, you got the $50 voucher, Callum, to spend at our wonderful friends who have been generous to give us that voucher at Event Cinemas. So thank you, and thanks for calling in the show, Callum. We know that you text a lot, but for you to give us a buzz, uh, we really appreciate that, mate. Uh, yeah, no, awesome. Yeah, well done, Callum there. Sorry, I almost cut Callum off, and... Um, and thanks also to Angie rang up, gave us his predictions. So if you want to give us your predictions, maybe who's going to win the flag, the wooden spoon, the Coleman, the uh, 
the, the rising star, that's another one. Uh, who's going to win the Brownlow? The biggest slider, biggest improver, whatever you want to do. Ange gave us a bit of a preview. We of have to do ours, don't we? We're going to do ours later in the show. Um, I hope you put some effort into it. It's really challenging for me. It's a really challenging thing, Bix, because I'm usually, like, if you think you're a fence sitter, mm. my fence is taller than yours, okay? <laughs> okay and I've got yeah. longer legs, so yeah. there's more sitting for me, but I have to make some big calls. It's not going to make everybody happy. Mm. Um, especially if you're a Hawthorne supporter. <laughs> well, the, the only solace you can take, I saw somewhere yesterday, Luke Hodge came out and predicted with his yearly predictions that Hawthorne would finish bottom. So when one of your all-time club greats says you might finish bottom, you should feel fine. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you calling me an all-time great of the Port Adelaide Football Club. But I'm going to say we're doing okay. Um, look, you can get on the road faster. one three two seven two seven. We will do that um, a lot, actually. The budget car rental. Who's in the budget truck? Next, we'll do a sports update on SEN.